Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Off Point. My name's Les Steed. I'm Marlon White. And today's episode is about dating in your 30s. Um, now I was, uh, I left my ex-girlfriend last February. Um, I had that whole sort of, um, and I've been, you know, I've been going through the dating circuit because I'm pretty avid about it. I don't know why, but I always prioritise romance over other things because it's probably the most interesting thing. Um, I'm not very good at the whole sort of like, you know, I don't really care that much about money either because it's like I want to do something that's interesting with my life. Um, and there's nothing more interesting than, you know, love. <laughs> um, but I mean, I just want to talk about today about, you know, like dating by the numbers because um, it's not romantic anymore. Like I was on um, Hinge for about, well, I've always, you know, I was on Hinge and I've met a couple of really, really brilliant people there. And like, you know, I, I, I went out with a neurosurgeon, a couple of doctors, two surgeons, actually, one of whom I ended up with for some time. Um, you know, and had a great relationship with until it fell apart. Uh, then I had like, but you know, it's that it's a very. It, I've come to realise that it's, it's it's a job interview every time. Yeah, it's it not fun anymore. It's stressful, and like obviously when you've got low self esteem coming out of a, a relationship, you, you you end up you know no one leaves somebody because they're having a good time. You know, you go out and you're low. You've got your self esteem is absolutely rock bottom, and you kind of start dating because you feel lonely and you want someone to talk to or you want to be around people or you kind of want to understand yourself better right. um, and I felt like for the first it took me about six seven months of dating people before I kind of came to terms with the fact that every single time I go home I feel depressed as fuck right. I once went out with a the first date I went on was about two months after the breakup three months after breakup and it was this new um, there was this Oxford graduate um, psychiatrist and didn't clock that ADHD but kept telling me off for talking too fast which was a bit awkward um, and then said that actually it's pretty bad. You know, I don't know how it came up, but she said that ADHD is a bit of a bad thing. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to talk about that then uh, with her. And yeah, I was a bit like, yeah, she said that she told her dad off for having symptoms. I was a bit like, yeah, this is not going to work. Sounds like a lunatic. She was, yeah, she was all right. I mean, she was lovely, but she was just a little bit, I don't think that it would have worked. Um, in other words, she didn't like me back. And she right. was hot. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, I just kind of, I've got an issue with it because it, it's no longer boy meets girl, girl meets boy, they mm. get on great and then they have lots of adventures together and eventually you end up together because you realise this is somebody who you don't want to not be around. So which I, is what so I think love should be really. Yeah. It's how it happens. It's how I've ended up moving in with partners in the past because this was how it went. But what about you? I guess from, I have no experience dating in my 30s because I've been with my wife since I was 26. Yeah, so like five years now, so I don't really have experience dating in my thirties. But I remember what it was like. It was a sudden shift in when you hit your mid twenties, mid to late twenties, where you before you used to just date because you liked somebody or you just yeah. got on. You wanted to just, screw each other. Yeah, it's just like that. It was just, Fun times. Just liked each other, but then when it when I know from my online dating experience, it became more of like work. It became more talking to certain people. I think especially with women, when they hit a certain age, mm. they're more um, proactive, I'd say. It's more determined to find the right, the one, the right person yeah. to be with. This is the person they're going to have their kids with. This is the person that they're going to settle down with. So their criteria and what they want in a partner is a lot higher than it was when you were in your late teens and early 20s, where you just no, like each my other. late 20s, to be honest. Yeah. So... Um, that's how, that's what the shift, I noticed that shift and I was like, I found it a bit weird. I remember talking to a few girls online and then the, how they, how it was with them was like, oh, if we progress or if we yeah, get to the next level. The next level. And it felt like, uh, it's just a job interview because I've been to, yeah. uh, when I graduated university, I went for a few job interviews where 
this stage one, stage two, stage three, and it's like horrible. It's like you you go to these group interviews, yeah, and then you're like you're all in your. That's suit. like dating stage one, so they're seeing like four other yeah. people, and it's yeah. like, all right, let's see what this one's got. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like this candidate, and you're sitting there, like, I'm paying for this meal. What the yeah. Fuck? yeah, it's like sixty quid per go. Yeah, and how these group interviews will work? You go there for like you go there in a group interview, and you're you're pretending to talk to people, like mm. trying to get along with people because you don't know who's who. And who you what do you wear for this yeah. interview? Yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, you're, all, no. you're all there together. No. Give you me go, a dress code. You go through, you, you jump through these hoops. Because I, I went for like a group interview all together. Then they put you, they, they give you a series of different tests. You, you do one test, you do another test. Then you have a uh. one-on-one interview. Then you have a next interview. And then they, they then if you made it to the next stage, they call you back for yeah. final stage interview. That's what they do with the and, Navy yeah, as well. And yeah. I felt like that with and, mine. It was like, like you passed the intelligence test yeah. through texting. You pass the looks test through yeah. the fact that your couple of pictures are likable. And, and then the next one is that you have the what, the face-to-face interview in which they tell you categorically yeah. about all their ex-boyfriends and what went wrong exactly, with them. Yeah. And you're sitting there and you're like, okay, well, I may as well share my stories back. And of course, no one... But then you get caught out on that because it's like, you know, like if you say, oh, yeah, my ex-girlfriend was really difficult in mm. this situation, and you know, like or anything like that, you kind of get into your own head about it, especially when you've just come out of a breakup. I mean, right. fuck. And I, and I feel that... um. I, I, yeah, I feel like it took the fun out of it. It felt a bit yeah. weird, and I, I, I hated going for jobs like that. And I st- after a while, after after like a few years of going for jobs like that, I, was, I decided, you know what? Any job that makes me do all of that, I'm not. I'm just no, I wouldn't go yeah. jumping through hoops yeah. for any company except I, for ones that were really worth it. So but, I found yeah. it weird, like dating a few years after that. That how that's how it became. Where it's just like stage one, stage two, and if we progress, and it all become like uh, like when you meet these girls now, like oh, it's like women, really. I understand. I do get it though because. They've graduated. They 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 started their careers. Yeah. Now now they they don't have time to mess around with black people. Like when you're younger, you can date someone just because they look good or you like them. Yeah. Well, you've you got time. Yeah, you, yeah. You're kind of fielding those yeah. mistakes. And those, you can those you can date you can comments. date you can date a so-called loser. You can date a so-called bum. You can, yeah. You're saying you can oh, you can do that. Not not to say you are. <laughs> but I'm just saying. You, you can do that. It doesn't matter what the person, what the job, person's job does. It doesn't, doesn't matter. It does though now. It does. Nowadays yeah. it really matters because it's like, for example, I'd find myself, because I was just starting a new company. I didn't yeah. have any money. So because, you know, you start a new company, it takes six months before anything actually happens, but you work every day. You're kind of putting yourself out there and it's really difficult. It's so depressing sometimes. And after about six months, you start to usually find something if you keep yeah. going. But most people don't. Most businesses fail because, yeah. you know, it's six months of just, slogging away for nothing and yeah. you don't even get any feedback yeah. or anything like that it's hard so when you've got that on top of like going to these um you know on these dates i'd go out with the career women um because that's mostly the people who are on hinge and i like intelligence yeah. people um and it's just you know because i you kind of have that parallel of this person's going to have more to talk about yeah. uh, we're gonna have more in common because you know this is an impressive human being i want to hear about their story um but when you kind of get hit with the criteria the checklist method which is something they have advertised you know i've seen in articles and stuff mm. it's it just sucks all of the romance yeah. out of it which is the entire point yeah the entire point of going out with somebody or you know that whole thing as we said is is to kind of find someone you can actually love yeah not someone who will be a strictly good provider yeah. maybe in 10 years time when it's children time what is your five year someone actually asked me what my five-year plan is like who the fuck asks your five-year plan on a date yeah like, and I was sitting there and then they had the audacity to judge me. Yeah. And I was like, but it took me ages, it took me three months before I realized, actually, I'm there to judge them too. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I've definitely been the worst date that a few people have had because I probably was very socially awkward when you consider the fact that, you know, it's me and also COVID and, you know, like, and, you know, the, the stage of life I was in really wasn't, I wasn't necessarily ready at first. Um, 
But, but um, it's I, about I, what resources I, you I, can provide yeah. now. It's not about who you are. And what you need, what anyone wants is somebody who loves them for who they are. Yeah. I remember watching on Chris Rock a few years ago where how how they say women are, where in terms of when you when when a woman says says um they met somebody, the, mm. her friends will instantly go, "What does he do?" Yeah, like, yeah, and it's, and it's like that. What what does he do? I to, keep saying what that. Does he, what does he do to provide value to your life? Yeah, that's and how, it's like and that's how it is. he and makes I, me smile. Isn't yeah, good enough anymore, yeah. but it should be. It should be mm. enough that someone. I makes do understand. You happy. I do understand it, dog. It's, it's like a lot. Like if, once you hit a certain age, and you're thinking. Or oh, the next person I meet could possibly be, be the, the father of my kid, could be mm. my husband. I need to make sure that they're able to um, provide for me, to protect me. I, can, I do understand that because... Yeah, it makes sense. Because it, it, it is a big impact. It's the same because, as when we're cavemen. If, if you were going out with somebody that doesn't have a job, for example, then that, that means you can't get a place with them. That means you can't... Um, unless you're earning a lot of money, but there's still going to be a financial burden on you. You can't get a place with them. Yeah. You can't get a mortgage because you, you, you're... you're well. you, like, for, like, I mean, I couldn't get a mortgage yeah, myself because yeah. of the freelance work that I did. Yeah. But like, me and my wife just bought a place um, last year, last December, and the only way we were able to do that is because we we have our incomes together that we earn a certain amount of money that we can uh, uh, yeah. afford this afford this place. We, have, we also saved them enough money to put down on the deposit as well. Mm. So that, there is that factor. If I didn't have a job, if I didn't have anything to that to contribute, how we wouldn't be able to do it. We mm. wouldn't be able to go on the holidays. We've been on. We would have been able to get married. There's a lot of stuff that we wouldn't be able yeah, to do. And if you I, want to share I, those experiences yeah, with that person. Exactly. But at the same if I was unable like, to, if I if I had no job, I would just sit like unemployed. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do all of that. And I could I could totally understand like why um, people have that criteria. We we you need yeah, to be doing sense. something to provide. But I think that as a bloke, but I do say to cut you. I do um, think it becomes a bit more. It does take. I do agree with you. It does take the romance out of the out of dating because that's that's how how I, how I felt I was like why why does this have to be you just I just it's met like you a business deal. yeah yeah I've just met you how 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 we how we just go straight into a serious relationship yeah. how do how do I know how do I know that I want to be in a serious how do you relationship? want to know how do you know if you like this person and that's so why busy I, judging you that they don't actually yeah. kind of give you and anything think, to play with I think that's why me and my wife worked so well because when I met her although um although we were at that age where we you do want to settle down. Mm. It wasn't. It didn't feel like the pressure was there. So I asked her, oh, "What, what, are you, what are you thinking?" She's like, "I'll oh, just see how it goes." And I was like, "I'll see how it goes as well." And then we ended up being together for five years. Yeah, and I married. So we didn't, we didn't, ha- we didn't put that pressure on the relationship when we met each other. Yeah, that's. And I think that's why we were able to progress to where we are. We just took it one step at a time. We had each. Um, we were able to go to each um landmark where like what we stayed together for a year. Um, you tell each other you love each other, stuff right, like that. You, you wait a year for the L word. Yeah, it was like I do. Year. I usually go for about three months. No, I'm not. We're not. I'm quite quick. I'm not like that. I mean, I got called intense a few yeah. times. I think I am because it's like. How, how do you love somebody after a few months? You kind of, yeah, but you don't fall in love with everything about them. You, fall, mm. you, you, they just kind of become this part of you. Of your, I mean, I'm quite intense anyway. I mean, I know that compared to most people, because again, ADHD, but also, I've always been one of those people who wears their heart on their sleeves, and that on first dates, I'm. You know, I'll tell you, if, if someone asks me a question, I'll tell them an honest answer, yeah. which apparently isn't the done thing. Um, but I do find that, you know, like because of that, I struggled to get second dates with a lot of girls, but also because, um, you know, of who I am as a person, it can be quite difficult to understand. Everything. And also you end up accidentally oversharing and then they get overwhelmed and then you kind of like, you're on a list of several guys, they're not going to keep going out with you if you overshare. But then if you don't share enough, 
then they don't know anything about you. And you're, got, that's got, interesting. I've got a question for you quickly. How many people have you told you I love you to in your life? Um, about, probably about five. Not including friends who I really do love put to pieces. No, but no, talk about relationships. Relationship-wise, you've got told? one, two, uh, three, four, five. Yeah, about five or six. Um, but I think that the major ones have been the ones that have actually kind of not given that much back. Um, yeah. The ones, the relationships that have that I dwell on, uh, where actually it was less about. I would I wouldn't say that nobody ever. I was ever in a position where somebody didn't love me back. I think that that's always been the case. But I think that relationships in which you find yourself giving more than the other partner. Are the hardest ones to get over right. um you know i know that it took me a long time to get over uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine from 2018 and also from 2015 ish because they weren't really committing or giving me what i wanted at the same time they were taking what they needed from me and i was giving them everything so right. therefore you kind of feel like more of a failure when that relationship yeah. falls down because the pressure and the onus has been on you. So those those five people you told that you loved them to, you was with them for how long? Like uh, at least two years each. Uh, no, around about eighteen months to two years. And you told uh, them no, to five years each. And you told them um. Around well, it just kind of comes out when you feel it. I think that that's the thing. I mean, I'm quite a romantic person, so and I'm quite open. It's like usually it will come out because you're drunk, um, and you're sitting there. I mean, I remember when, for example, my last ex girlfriend, my ex girlfriend who I lived with for a while, she. She and I said it, and I think I said it accidentally before. But I oh, know I remember the exact time. It was around Christmas, and we'd been together for about three months. And um, oh, mic drop. Um, and we were we went out for Christmas for a meal. It was like an anniversary, sort of three months in kind of thing. Had a lovely meal. Had a great night out. Got really pissed on cocktails and shit. We're standing outside waiting for a taxi. We're both off our faces, showing a cigarette. And she goes, uh, and I was like, I was like, you know what? I fucking love you. And because she looked great, she was fe- she felt great. She was there with me, and it was just this wonderful little moment, standing on the side. And it was nowhere special. I can literally pinpoint the place, but it was nowhere special normally. It wasn't a big dramatic moment. And she just goes, "You know what? I fucking love you too." <laughs> and it just, I just grinned like a like a chimpanzee for the next sort of like hour, because it was just such a lovely thing. And I remember very well every single time. Um, I remember that the one from Indonesia. She was on the back of my motorbike, um, and. I said it accidentally, and then she said me too, uh, and I still remember exactly what I was, where we were. I could show you the road. I know that I was uh, sleeping in bed with uh, my first ever one, and she turned out to be a nightmare. But you know, she lay there and she whispered, "Les, I think I love you," and it just, it just, it's one of those moments. She's, I, mean, I still remember again the other, another one. We were sitting on the um, veranda of my parents' place, having a glass of champagne. I was telling her a story about how I used to bully this kid who I felt terrible about, and she goes, "Yeah, I do love you." And I was like, and it's just those moments that stick with you a lot. And it's kind of like the, you know, I mean, I know that it's all about, you know, like everyone thinks it's about sex. It's not. Mm. Um, it's about that feeling of solidarity. And I think that the L word has that. Um, but it's something you can't force. It's something you can't push. And I it's something you can't do anything about. It's not like, you know, like anything else. I think with me, um, it takes me a while to get there in terms of, it's not, it's not something I'll throw around. Throw around. I've no, only I told, throw it around. I've, on, I've only told two people that I love them in my life in terms of dating. Mm. And um, yeah, it's not something I'll married around. to one of them, hopefully. Yeah, married to one of them. <laughs> and the other girl's still out there, yeah, finding her way. Yeah, yeah she's a nightmare. Really? So, <laughs> oh no, I remember that one. Yeah, fuck that, <laughs> fuck that. All right, yep, yeah, no, you did well. Come yeah. on, yeah, love is fickle, love is yeah. hard. But go on. 
Yeah, so yeah, I, I don't throw away that around that word. It's something that you have to. I think you have to mean. So to mm. me, it sounds crazy you saying that after a few months or something. No, I think that for me, I've always been a bit. Yeah. Um, sorry, pouring drink there. Um, I've always been a bit eager to be in love, and I think as I've got older, I've recognised more and more. I and mean, this is ironic, considering that the criteria thing that I was just bitching about um, is that you recognise more and more how much of that is you and how much of that is the other person, how much of that is what you want to see in this other person. Yeah. So, you know, like it's, it's about not necessarily being patient, but cause I'm very impatient naturally, yeah. but more about sort of, um, making sure the type of love and the kind of, that you're not just caught up in that sort of euphoria of the, of the honeymoon phase, but actually, you know, there's different types of love. Yeah. And of course, you know, like you get the euphoric, you're amazing. I just want to spend my entire time inside you type thing. Um, you know, like, and you know, or like, I want to get in your head and I want to get in your body. I just want to get close. I just want everything with you. You know, like I want to share my fucking breakfast and my dinner and my lunch, you know, it's like, you know, I, I want to give you my, my spare sandwich kind of thing. Um, but you know, and I think that that's quite clingy in some ways, but I'm not, well, I'm a little bit clingy, but, um, I do think though that there's love and there's long-term love. And I think that the 18 month mark is where you kind of tell, can tell not just if there's a future, but if there's reality there. But I think that also when, particularly for women is of course, you know, there's the biological clock that kind of kicks in around yeah. your early thirties. And I feel sorry for that because I know that, you know, my ex-girlfriend was a bit older than me by about five years. And, you know, she's a brilliant person who definitely deserves to be loved. And she's, I still admire her and I still respect her. Mm. And I still think that, you know, even though she tried to sue me, she is great, um, you know, but I know why I broke up with that person because yeah. I knew that I couldn't provide a future and I knew that my circumstances were nowhere near hers. She had a stable job, yeah. a stable career, and my life is chaos because of what I do and the way that my brain works. Let me ask you a question. Do you think, like, as a man, obviously we're both men, um, that... that uh, as a woman, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That well, you should maybe when put... it comes to my boobs, my left one's bigger than my right one, I'm not sure. You think, um, you think that you should ever, like, put dating on hold until you thought, until you thought yourself out in terms of, like... Oh, definitely. You think, like, yeah, I mean, the irony is I was about to do exactly that and yeah. I met the girl who I've been yeah. seeing for the last two months. Um, yeah, I think that being single is extremely important, especially when you get to your late 20s, early 30s, when you get the chance, I guess chance. I mean, when shit happens and you hit the rock bottom... One of the things that I learned was that it's actually not selfish to look after yourself only. Mm. Um, because being in relationships, I, I, I tend to be in relationships pretty quickly um, because I'm quite, not fickle, but you know, it's like I get out of one and then I find myself going dating because yeah. I like the ten. I don't know. Um, but there's lots of reasons. But You seem like somebody that needs to be constantly in a, some form of relationship. No, I, I think it's more like I enjoy, I'm quite an extroverted person. So while it's about, yeah, I mean, fine, on the one hand, it, it's nice to just chat to different people, get to know different people. Like, I mean, I dated a neurosurgeon, mm -hmm. not neurosurgeon, I dated, a, I dated two surgeons, you know, a neuroscientist, and these were all interesting people, but I think that's partly the fact that I'm a, why I'm a journalist, yeah. because I want to meet interesting people. Not to say that most people aren't interesting, but, you know, I've ended up in this position with somebody who isn't the kind of person I thought I would date, and I'm really happy. You yeah. know, they're a really, really lovely person. She's... I mean, she might dump me in the next couple of weeks. I don't know. But I think I don't remember seeing um, a single lead for long anyway. Very, like, I mean, it's usually for about eight to ten months. And yeah. I think, though, that that's also partly because of social circumstance. Yeah. So in Indonesia, I had somebody who I knew fancied me and who was smoking hot and is actually one of the best girlfriends I've ever had. But so when my first relationship broke down, I knew that I could send a message and then go for a date and then, yeah. you know, have this person already because she was already very into me, almost obsessively, which is fantastic. She was gorgeous. Um, but she was just a gorgeous person as well, for the record. It's not yeah. just about aesthetics. I mean, you know, she was 
really one of the best people I've ever dated. Um, and ph- phenomenal human being. And I treated her like shit, but she didn't deserve it. Dear mm. God. Anyway, point is, though, that... Um, what was the question, sorry? So, like, we're, we're, we're talking, though, I think, originally about, like, um, the whole process of... Um, oh, yeah, the process dating, of, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the reason, I, yeah, the reason I'm, like, not that single for very long is because um, I think that in the periods I am single, I pull my shit yeah. together pretty quickly. I mean, I go to therapy straight away. I will do what I can. And I think, though, there have been cases where, you know, I'm still friends with a girl I dated for a while. And, do you think... Uh, yeah. To interrupt you. Do you think um the whole the access to the internet dating makes it a bit like uh too easy to go Definitely. get get back in uh, back yeah because there's the no meet cute there is no meet yeah. cute there is just by the numbers it's like yeah. if I want to find a girlfriend in the next week which I don't because I kind of got one but I'm, we're in the seeing each other stage because you know apparently these things come in stages um you have to like sort of yeah I mean all you have to do you can pick up three different three or four different apps. Mm each of which has an unlimited number of people on it. Yeah. And all you have to do is wait until your swipes expire. You go on the next one, you start swiping again. Yeah. Now, I don't have the patience for that bullshit. I only stayed on one, which is the posh one, um, because I wanted a bit more than just sex. Um, I wanted, you know, I mean, doing wrong. I mean, like, but... I think when I was dating back in 2016, there was... I was on, those are the days. I was on, what was it, Tinder? But I don't know if these are still Bumble. operating. Yeah, they do. But Bumble wasn't around. It was on um, Badu. Badu. Yeah, my uh, friend still uses that one. She's met some right weirdos uh, what, on there. What was it? Um, match.com or Match.com. Pe- no, plenty of fish it was, actually. Yeah. Fish. I, th- I don't know if that's even the same yeah. still, but yeah. So those are the, I think the other one, those three main ones. And um, yeah, this is before. You just but, get overloaded with this random is, This is before people. Bumble. This is before, before Hinge. Like or, or whatever new ones out there now, so yeah, I think it, it does make it really easy to just like if I break up with somebody, if you break up with somebody now, to just go, go on your phone. Yeah, so it's a, it's twenty a minutes. Photo and now you're. I mean, finding in, the right photo the takes an hour. Yeah. Like that's, that's the hard part. That's yeah. why I never bothered with the other apps because yeah. I couldn't fuck. Yeah. But like in my case, like this girl who I'm kind of like who I'm seeing now, she um, yeah, she she liked me and that made all the difference. Yeah. I found, but yeah, um, I think that you know, and that was. Yeah, she has a really lovely smile, so you know, kind of went for a date with her, and it went really, really well, and so far so good. But um, what I'm trying to get at is that, yeah, like it's the ease of which it's just it devalues the relationship to start with. Yeah. Because it used to be that you go to a bar that you like, you had the area in common, you had places, and it was like little meet cute coincidence, like you know, like if I hadn't gone to that bar, I'd never yeah. have seen you. If my friend hadn't dropped her shoe in that. You know, and then we'd end up getting the second bus where I met you. I remember, that would never have been that way. I remember, I remember, so thank you to this shoe. I remember talking to you this is before you started internet dating. This is when you was with your when I was with my ex, yeah, you with your ex. And I remember because um could be well uh, me and you, you and the boys were out drinking, and then the boys sure. were asking me how did I meet my partner, and obviously I met my um wife on Tinder mm. uh, about five years ago, and um yeah you 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 said like oh yeah but you don't get that story of um the make you yeah how you meet met each other how where you, like you bumped each other in a bar. Then she looked at you, and then you looked at her. You don't. I mean, everyone over romanticizes yeah. all of this yeah. stuff, but it's just a bit weird when you see people yeah. having wedding speeches being like, "If I hadn't yeah. swiped left," and it's like, "Oh fuck off!" Yeah, and like, um, yeah, you don't you don't get that interesting story anymore. And um, the next no. minute, I, I spoke to you probably about a few months later after that. Then you started um online dating. Yeah, oh, that's interesting that that your stance on that's changed. Well, it wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's changed. It's just it's convenience. Yeah. It. So it's like it's like. You know, like getting a pizza nowadays. Yeah. You know, like it's not like getting a pizza. It's really derogatory. And um, everybody that I've spoken to, 
about internet dating that was against internet dating is now internet dating. Well, yeah, because it's less weird. Yeah. Like before, it was weird. It's a bit like anything new. It's yeah. like you know. But then you used to meet some because the internet used to be populated by perverts, yeah. and it still is. But it's also per- populated by people who aren't complete weirdos. Mm. But then you end up with the internet dating stories, which is just as interesting, especially on a yeah. first date where you're like, "Have you met anyone weirder?" Yeah. And they always have a great story, like yeah. you know, like girls who are saying like, "Yeah, this guy just sat there and he just looked completely different," yeah. or like you know, catfishing. Yeah. Oh god, yeah, that. Um, but I find that that's quite difficult because you never really think. I mean, I've learned that people don't look the same way they do on the profile picture, but that's that's really uh, not not always. Mostly, yeah, but it's more familiarity uh, yeah. rather than yeah. I've been like I've been lucky enough to have been like badly catfish. Um, well, when it comes when it, when I was internet dating, what I used to do, I used to um, I, I was hesitant on meeting people because mm. obviously I'm introverted anyway. I don't really like being around people. Well, that's difficult to, to kind of start a conversation yeah. with a stranger. Full yeah. stop. I mean, especially if you haven't been texting. And like, do you yeah. find that when you text people like? Their text chats fire, but you meet them and they're absolutely clammed. Yeah, so yeah, that's what that's my point. I was gonna get to the way I sort of got around that in terms of the people that I've I, I didn't meet that many people online, but the few people that I did meet online is um I used to we used to text and then um once we text for a while we we used to speak on the phone. My wife. That's a good one. When I met my that wife, that's a good one. When I met my wife, I started talking to her say in June. We didn't meet into each other until August. Fuck, so three months. Yeah, we three for, months. Yeah, for you that month. Like, for the in the same house. Huh? No, wait, you do now. Sorry, well, okay. The gym's this is, gone this, to is, me. this is when. Sorry, this is when we were living with our parents. So I was living ah, okay. in South London. She was living in North London. Yeah. So yeah, we just used to speak to each other every day around the same time, around nine o'clock or something. Why didn't you just meet up? Yeah, cause I as I said, I didn't like I didn't I didn't um I didn't like meeting people, so. Well, how, the, how are you going to have sex with them if you don't meet them? How are you going to kiss them? How are you going to know who they are? That's how what I'm saying. I didn't like, smell like I, I didn't like, I didn't like rushing There's in. a lot of physical contact. Yeah. I mean, like 80% of, or like 90% of human contact yeah. is Yeah, I know that. But, I know that, but I didn't like meet, because I, I was so, like, I was so hesitant meeting or shy or meeting strangers, you understand? Because yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, so I was like, it's very hard to get rid of that. So for the few people I met, I thought I had to build up some sort of like relationship through the phone or using the text, just getting to know them that way. And so by the time you spoke to them on the phone for like an hour or more, mm. you spoke, you know that for a fact when you meet each other. You've got things to talk you've about. You've got things to talk about. It's not going to, you're not just going to be sat there and you're like, oh, how are you? How are you? Oh. And then you're like, um, yeah, how's the weather? Mate, you're, you're thinking, it's, 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 yeah. you're sitting there all I went on a date with a GP yeah. once. I ended up having to really dig, dig deep. I knew when I met my wife that when, I, when we do finally meet, that we've got that um the relationship was we're gonna have a good like uh, communication it, just because we're speaking to each other on the phone for like yeah but what hours. if you like you'd met her and she'd been like somebody who looked completely different to what you thought or if they had no physical chemistry because that, mean, would, have, that would that would have been different obviously so there's like, three months down the drain yeah. L- luckily enough that wasn't the case yeah yeah but, i mean you say lucky yeah yeah luckily enough but I think as well, she, I think she said that she secretly Facebook stalked me. Yeah, of course. Me. Um, um, I mean, I've yeah. purposely gone out my way. To, yeah. I told the girl that I'm seeing at the moment, like, please do not Facebook me because she didn't know that ADHD yeah. until last week. Yeah. So, because that came, I realised that that was actually something that you shouldn't say on a first date. But yeah. yeah. But I, th- I would definitely say, like, um, before you meet anybody, try to speak to them on the phone. For definitely. Like, as long as you can and see. Because if you can't speak to them on the phone... Then yeah, because there's nothing like, to distract you. Yeah. I think that's the other yeah. part. But also, people are so scared of actual. I mean, I used to send voice notes quite often, but then you know, you find yourself kind the, of. The, I, I compliment this girl on her voice. She has, I hate voice notes. Yeah, yeah, but there's an Australian girl who I was dating, and she's really, really successful, really interesting person. And I voice note her, and she voice note me, and I was like, "You've got such a lovely voice." Yeah. And then she got shy about it and stopped voice noting me, which was really weird. I can't but, remember there was, there was a time like I was like I was texting this girl. 
um, it was going real good by text and then she's like oh when do you want to meet let's meet now so yeah, I, I did it I mm. kind of went out of my comfort zone did it met her and it was like we had nothing in common we, we didn't like, we, but I could both tell that we both didn't like each other yeah we had to go it, it takes like I've been to those dates where you sit down like, yeah. nope and we want to get up yeah. but you can't you have to sit there for so we end up going, yeah we end up going like mini golfing like, oh, I did hours. mini golfing for my first yeah. date with yeah. uh, my current one yeah so that's what ended up happening and we one, both sorry, we, we could tell that we both didn't want to see each other and both didn't want to be there and kind of yeah we were, all, we were out of politeness it's we went, awkward to say, yeah. say it out loud yeah. like let's save ourselves 50 quid on yeah. this mini golf yeah like out of politeness we went on this date and then I started doing dates that yeah. I actually just was interested in doing as an experience yeah. I think that's the best way to do it is that you know if I hopefully I never have to go dating again but I mean if I was to date, got a ring on it. yeah. If I was to date, if I if I was to do it again, I'll do what one of my friends does. We just go for coffee, yeah, go for coffee, coffee go for, or a drink, yeah, single drink, hot chocolate, or whatever. Just yeah. do that because there's no point. Because I've I've done that as well. Where I've I've taken this girl out to like this diner, spent like fifty quid on dinner plus. And I'm like I didn't like her, and I was just like when I, when I went to a bar with her first. Now from the bar, I didn't I knew I didn't like her, and then like I ended up having to take. I promised to take her take her to um dinner. Yeah, I promised to do that, and I was, and then I couldn't like go back on it, so I ended up taking her out for dinner. Of course, and you then, can. You just, wait, you said you promised before you met her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we talked on the phone, and then like, yeah, I could, I'll take you out, and so we met up for a drink, and then from the drink, I knew I didn't want to go out with her. Yeah. But then, and I said I would, so I was like, I can't cut it off now. And then, um, yeah, we took her out to a diner. Then I was like, in my head, I was like. This is more expensive yeah. than it's worth because we both know it's yeah. futile. Like, yeah, but she liked thing. me though, but I didn't like her. I know. And, and, and did I thought, she know you didn't like her? I don't think so. Right. So, you uh, little mysterious man, you. Yeah. So I was like, okay, if she offers to split the bill with me, I'm taking her up on that offer. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing though. It's like, I mean, I don't make any fucking money. Yeah. And so I was I'm, like, you know, like, yeah, because yeah, I'm starting a business, and it's yeah. like, and then I'm dating a girl who's a, like a lawyer or something like that. And then I'm still paying for the fucking bill. Yeah. And they do that thing where they pretend they're going to go and reach your bill. But it's like, I've just told you that I've started a new business. Hintity hint hint. Yeah. It's right. not a lucrative one. It's in journalism for yeah. shit's sake. Like, um, you so, know, it's like me saying, oh, yeah, I'm, I mean, not to sound like too much of a loser, but it's like, you know, like us two pretending we're going to make money from this shit show. Um, might do. But sorry, I, not shit show. Sorry. This yeah. incredibly informative and evocative. Yeah. So that will change your life. So I'll, I'll, both of our cameras are out. Yeah. Might as well cut, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, so let me just finish it off anyway. Mm. I thought, um, what did I say? Yeah, I thought I, I said to myself, if she wants to split the bill with me, I'm not going to stop her. Yeah, I had to But then she, then she hands me the bill, and I was just like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah, it, and it wasn't, it wasn't that why much. Why is that acceptable? I mean, if a bloke yeah. was like, no, nah, you can pay for me, actually, because yeah. I'm great company. Yeah. Like, why is that? Like, Because I mean, we're living in an age of me, yeah. too, and it's like, you know, like, you know, I mean, James Bond, I don't know if you've seen it, but, you know, he, no. he's, monog- he's monogamous now, yeah. which is but it's nothing more awkward than hearing James Bond say I love you so it's like why is it that you know like we're in a position whereby feminism's prevent and it should be it absolutely should be I don't understand why women aren't paid the same as men it just shocks me to hear when my friends my female friends have said that you know they get catcalled out of vans I didn't know that was a thing still I thought we'd grown out of that as a society apparently not and like you know you hear all these horrible cases in which women are attacked and abused and it happens all the time and that's fucking stupid Mm. and ridiculous and I don't understand what on earth is going on there but you know, I mean, if you make more money than us, yeah. or if you make more money than me, then we should be equals from the beginning, not yeah. from throughout. Well, I made more. I made a lot more money than this person. Well, I didn't make any money. And it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. Um, I think you went to Nando's or Sainsbury's or something. I can't remember. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't that much money. It was only like fifty, sixty quid. And oh it, yeah, but that's still fi- fifty, sixty quid for plus a good, transport. Yeah, fifty, so... sixty quid for a good date is nothing, but 
for a date, you don't want to go on. It's like, it becomes expensive. Then you start to dwell yeah, on Yeah, you throw like, 100 pounds oh. down the drain. Yeah. It's like, 50, 50, 60. I'm like, ah. Oh. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I went out with this girl. Like, I had this really confusing situation where I was talking to this girl for three weeks. She was um, a really beautiful um, a surgeon, actually. I mean, not the one I ended up with, but... Um, and I really liked her. It was the first date I'd been on in about five months, in which I was really happy. We snubbed, like, we went to this jazz bar, we watched this jazz thing, we had a great bit of banter. I really enjoyed, I mean, the meal wasn't particularly brilliant, but the jazz was, and that's why we were there. Um, it was a really proper date. I put a shirt shirt on and everything like that. I was looking very, very, very neat. Like when we went to the station to drop her off, you know, like we kissed, like crazy kissing. Uh, and it was great. And we we're sending each other cute little messages across the station because she was going opposite ways. Um, 24 hours later, I'm in a pub with my bank and I hadn't heard from all day. And she said that she wasn't really over. She, it made her realize that she wasn't willing to be open and trust people again. And that kind of really fucked me up mm. because I was sitting there and I wrote back some stupid message being like, Oh, I thought you were brilliant. And, yeah, I, I was drunk. I was upset. I was already having to have a heavy conversation with my best mate. And then to hear that, I was just like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'd lost it. I was like, oh, fuck this. I'm done. I'm done. You know, like it's like, you know, and it, but it fucked up my self-esteem. Even though it had nothing to do with me, yeah. But it's like, why would you go to the effort? Uh, why would you bother with all like you know, the whole chatting to somebody for that long, and then just being? I mean, she was. I was, and then, and then everyone goes, "You're lucky that she was honest and true to you, and that she actually had the balls to say that." Why is that? Why is that a plus? Why is treating you like a decent human being or having the courtesy to be honest a plus, or considered to be some sort of endeavor on someone else's part? It's not. It's not. If I'm dumb, if you, you know, if you, if you was like, we don't, I don't want to be friends anymore. I'd need to know why, you know, or it's like, and I know that, you know, well, there's I want to weeks. talk to you after this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously after this, I'm going home, I'm never coming back because <laughs> fuck the, you know, because the trains are expensive, but, um, but it gets to me because it's like, why is common courtesy yeah. deemed to be such a big deal now instead of just ghosting or something like that? And don't get me wrong, I, you know, there are people who you just like, okay, well, we have nothing common. I have nothing to tell you afterwards. So I just don't have anything to tell you afterwards. And that's why that happens. But I think that I was really bad with that person I told you about. With, um, Ooh. I just Why? got home and then she messaged me and then I just blocked her. You blocked her? Yeah. I've never blocked them. I never blocked I them. I, I actually got one of one of the girls I didn't respond I didn't respond to her, I just blocked. I, that, that's just cruel. Yeah, it's bad, isn't it? That's mean. Yeah. Yeah, because she doesn't know what she's done wrong. Yeah. And it and she probably hasn't even done anything wrong. She's just somebody you don't like. But yeah, yeah. you know, you ought to send the courtesy message, but, but you've got to be more original than oh I just don't think there was a chemistry. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah. I just like you know I just met her, don't owe her nothing, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, you just paid 60 quid for the fucking bill. I mean, yeah. if anything, I mean, like... Yeah, he's up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, you're round. Um, but no, it's just, I think they, the, yeah, I, I, I had that awkwardness with quite a few, but it's just kind of, I mean, it doesn't help when I was on a date once with this girl and she just kind of like, she wanted a cup of tea and it was definitely her round. And she was like, okay, yeah, I kind of want a cup of tea. And she just waited for me to go buy it. I was like, I've just spent, you know, like, I've just bought everything else, like, you know, like you've just been telling me about your new business that's going really brilliantly, and I can tell you about my business that's, you know, kind of all right. It's definitely all around. You know, like, it's definitely all around. Anyway, um, let, let's wrap it up because we're just at this point we're just bitching about X dates, but it does kind of work out with the with the thing by numbers, but it does pull the romance out. And I think that's kind yeah. of the conclusion. And it's just like if you want real romance, or if you want, which is what everyone's on there for, really. We all want to be swept off our feet. We uh, all want to be in love with somebody. It's going to be amazing. I do recommend though, like. Try not to make it like a business transaction. Oh, just try, try to have some fun when it. And um, also, if they're quirky and awkward, that's yeah. great. That's so good. On a first date, you need someone who fucks it yeah. up, but in a good way. 
who sits there and says awkward, dumb shit that's embarrassing and slightly silly because they care enough to actually... I will just recommend just have some fun. Just meet, like, don't put pressure on you that this has... And understand if you're on a time limit, if you feel that you're running out of time, you feel like, yeah, you, need to, I mean, like you need to meet somebody in the next couple of years. Also, when they but say that the... Um, you, want, you want some romance, you want to enjoy yourself. And you don't want to put pressure. You don't want to. Men scare very easily, so you don't want to put Even that. Men. Yeah. Everybody scares these. You days. need to just put build a trap. Trap us. Trap us. Yeah. Put us in a trap. What the fuck? La- Laura. Bro, that's Finn. abuse. Laura. I've Finn. been in a fucking trap before, yeah. mate. I'm not going in a trap. No, La- Laura. Finn, think. Make us. Make us drop our guards. Make us think this is all fun and jokes, and then. I'm the, the one traps. who's drinking, by the way, not you. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't want to be in a trap. No one wants to be trapped. What? You're basically advocating. <laughs> You're an idiot. I thought you do. No, that's not what you do. I thought you do. Women. Nobody does that. I thought you do. You don't. We all women do it. No, they don't. It's been done to you. Yeah, a couple of times, but like not by all of them. Yes, that's what happens. This is what happens when you get married, isn't it? You start to see it differently. Yeah, you see it happen. Yeah, she's in the next room, mate. You're gonna get in trouble for this. You get trapped. You're not trapped. You're just living <laughs> together in a, in an apartment, which is kind of the point. You've got a key to the front door. You can you can run away, but you shouldn't because she's lovely. <laughs> anyway, let's wrap it up. Yeah, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, apologies for that. We've disagreed on our own advice. Um, <laughs> twat. And I hope it's been slightly informative. Um, yeah. I hope you've got lots to talk about. Do give us a comment um, if you can. If, you know, like if you ever find a way to talk to us, then that'd be great. I mean, we'd love to hear from you. Um, you know, like. Most of our listeners have our direct numbers because no one fucking listens to us. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, my name's Liz Steed. I'm Marla White. And thank you for listening. Bye.